Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. We continue through 2 Samuel 22, a great song that David uh, wrote unto the Most High God when the Lord delivered him from his enemies and from King Saul. Uh, that actually helps us to remember what the context is. We saw that in the previous episode because David is sitting here saying, hey, I was blameless toward God. I've kept myself out of iniquity. I've kept the ways of the Lord. I haven't acted wickedly against God. And we're all going, uh, uh, can any human being really say that? And particularly in light of what David's going to do later, he hadn't done it yet, but what he'll do later. But the idea, I believe, is that when it came to his handling of King Saul, when it came to the handling of his enemies, he did keep the ways of the Lord. He did it the right way. And remember what he said. He said, God has rescued me. God's delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, and he's recompensed me. He's recompensed me. He's returned to me according to the cleanness of my hands. And it's really a, a, nearly a shocking passage when you read it. It's, uh, it's exciting at the same time. Uh, it's, it's encouraging, uh, convicting. Lord, am I living this way in all situations and all circumstances, knowing that you will, that we'll find favor with you if we simply walk in your ways and go your way and do your way? So the last thing we saw is where David was closing out this little thought in verse 25. He said, therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness before his eyes. And so this is something I think that we really need to be aware that the Lord desires to do. Okay. If we live in his righteousness, if we pursue his ways, then we will receive back from him uh, the recompense, shall we say, that he has for us. Now, verse 26, watch what David says in this song. He says, with the kind, you show yourself kind. And so that you is capitalized. So the Lord, I mean, so David is saying this to the Lord himself. And that word kind right there uh, literally means loyal. So he's saying, Lord, to the loyal you show yourself loyal. Okay? And so if someone is loyal to you, you are loyal to them. Uh, and this is really important, I think, even uh, particularly for uh, uh, believers, because what does it really mean to be a believer? You know, somebody might say, uh, well, I'm right with God, you know, because they do this or they do that. They're involved in their church. They give money here. They're a good person. They've never done evil things, et cetera, et cetera. And you ask him, well, do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus is the Messiah? Do you believe? And they say, oh, yeah, I believe, I believe, I believe. But, you know, you sit there and go, well, yeah, but even the demons believe. At least they shudder in, you know, in that belief, you know. <clears throat> I love what Michael Heiser says about this. He says what we're talking about here is a believing loyalty. If you sit there and say that you believe, and yet your actions and your deeds and your life don't reflect a belief toward the Most High God and being loyal to Him, and you're loyal to something else, let's say to yourself or your endeavors or the world or anything like that, then that's not the proper type of belief. What David is saying, he's sort of hinting at this kind of thing. If you're loyal, he said, the ones who show loyalty, loyalty to you, God, you're loyal to them. He continues in that same verse 26. With the blameless, you show yourself 
to be, you show yourself blameless. And that word again, blameless, is, uh, uh, means whole. It means complete. Those that are whole and complete before you, Lord, you are that same way before them. Verse 27, with the pure, you show yourself to be pure. And pure means exactly pure, purified and purged of evil and of bad things. He says, you're going to move in purity toward them. And with the perverted, you show yourself astute. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a little uh, sideways thing, isn't it? Well, uh, perverted, it refers to uh, Zodiacus says it's a general perversion. <laughs> well, that's helpful. Thank you. It means a twisting, okay, a crookedness, a twisting and a crookedness <coughs> of heart, particularly, and of action, of deed. It means exactly what we consider to be. When someone is perverted, they've taken the truth of something, and they've twisted it and perverted it to their own uh, deeds. Okay, we see that particularly uh, in our day and time, but it's nothing new uh, within the arena of sexuality. So much of uh, sexuality is perverted today. I saw an absolutely dumbfounding, dumbfounding statement the other day. I was actually in between our uh, online Bible studies. I, I do uh, do them on Monday night, so I do one session at five thirty, do another one like at seven o'clock, and so when I get done with that five thirty, I've got to do some converting things real quick on the computer. And while I was doing that, before I started the second class, this headline popped up on Twitter. And I went, what in the world? And it was from the Barna Group. And the Barna Group's a group that's very well known for going out and uh, uh, doing surveys. They survey people, you know. And they do it scientifically and they do it professionally and they're highly respected. And they do a lot of things with Christian things and that kind of stuff. They did a survey and they did it on millennials. I still got it sitting on my desktop right here. I hadn't read it yet. I pulled it up. I went, are you kidding me? It's like 60 pages long. <laughs> but one of the, he the headline that arrested my attention was this, that with uh, young people, young men and women, 18 to 24 years of age, that 39% of, of them consider themselves to be what I refer to as alphabet people, LGBTQY and all that kind of stuff, 39%. Consider them to be what the scripture calls sexually perverted. Consider them what the consider themselves to be what the sexually, uh, uh, scripture calls twisted. Okay, so wh what is that all about? It's just the lie of the enemy, folks. They buy into the lie, and I tell you what, they can be set free of it. The scripture tells us that First John six: such were some of you. You were walking in these kind of perversions, but the Lord set you free. God can set them free, and He does. That's the exciting thing. But they must know the truth. Well, what does it mean right here when it says, and with the twisted, with the perverted, you show yourself astute. Astute. That word also means twisted. Okay? <laughs> it means twisted, but it doesn't mean perverted. What it means is that God's saying, hey, those that are walking in this twisted and perverted kind of thing, uh, the Lord's not going to be um, uh, tricked by this. Okay? He's very astute. He sees what's going on within this thing, okay? He's not going to be tripped up by this. Let me share one more with you when we'll be done. Verse 28, he says this, And you, David speaking the Most High God, you save an afflicted people, but your eyes are on the haughty who you abase. And that haughty is the idea that they lift themselves up, they exalt themselves up. And, you know, I, I'm thinking of a particular politician, and I've shared his name too many times, so I'm not going to right now. But every time I see him, all I see is the definition of haughtiness. Okay, it's haughtiness. What does God do with those that are haughty like that? He says, you abase them. 
He says, God, you're the one that brings them down. You're the one that humbles them. <laughs> now, I will readily acquiesce to the truth that uh, quite often God does not bring them down, does not humble them in my time frame. <laughs> he doesn't do it when I want him to, and he doesn't do it in the way I want him to, right? But David is saying this, you know what? With the pure, you show yourself to be pure because God is pure, okay? It means bright. It means proven. It means tested, purified without any... Uh, a thing that is not a purity within him. But he says, with the perverted, you show yourself astute. With the haughty, you are not like that. Why? Because you save an afflicted people. You save an afflicted means that you're poor, that you're wretched, that you've been brought down. The Lord saves those people, but the haughty, he's going to bring down. You know, there's really some words of a uh, encouragement here uh, from our perspective because sometimes we think, Lord, Lord, is anything ever going to change? Are you ever going to address issues? Oh, yeah, he will. Just be patient, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.